got on cash on me shawty blow my phone that's corny that's a no no hey welcome welcome to barbershop.talk this is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host. I am in Out the Way Studio here in Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discussed them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of barbershop talk. All righty, it feels so good to have a schedule. We are back on our regular schedule because we finally, finally, Casey, got that contract. Yeah, Feeling pretty good. We both we both paid and straight on the same even kid. Yeah, yeah, that's what King Cap told me. He said, "Look, to make things fair, I'm going to make sure that uh, uh, give you guys the same contract. It's supposed to be identical." Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey! So happy about that. You know something we normally jump onto the barbershop uh, uh talk uh just to let some new listeners know because i looked at the numbers this morning we do got some new listeners listen to our podcast yeah yeah and in fact welcome aboard new listeners welcome aboard yeah now just as a reminder especially if you're new to this podcast what we are all about is trying to bring a barbershop environment into our podcast whatever conversation we had on saturday we talk about it on our podcast. And I have to say, Casey, there was a dandy. Um, and I really think we need to help a brother out. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the brother that lost his job? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. There's a guy who lost his job. It was so disappointing. In fact, uh, it was a coworker of his as a, a customer of 421 Barbershop. And he was telling us a story. And uh, uh, the guy, it's a really sad story. Yeah, he just got the job. Yeah, just got the job. It's a and, really sad story. Yeah, it didn't last long. No, it did not last long. In fact, it was in one of those, uh, what do you call that? Where you dead people? Uh, uh, mortuary. Yeah. Funeral yeah. home. Yeah, funeral home. Yeah, where they embalm people and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I believe his, his role was to help prep the body. You yeah. know. So, I, you know, That's I'm a not, tough job. It's, it is. I don't want that job. No, I wouldn't take it. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no not at all. It is not for me. Uh, but I, what I'm going to do is have our customer. We recorded our customer telling us the story because he got more of a uh, info than we do. Um, so let's go ahead and listen to the story. It is a really, really sad story. This man just got a brand new job dressing up dead bodies at the funeral home, getting them ready for burial. One day, funeral director come in. Bobby, how's everything going up? Bobby said, "Oh shit, everything's alright. Ooh, except for that one lady way in the back." Yep, she got a big old shrimp stuck in in a coochie. <laughs> yes, excuse me, he's a shrimp, big old shrimp stuck right in the old coochie. He says, "Shh, I got to go check this out." You know, so he walked up, he looked, 
He said, you fool. That, that ain't no shrimp. That's a clitoris. The guy said, clitoris? Well, damn, it sure tastes like shrimp. I, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, they, they had to let him go, J-Rod. They had to let him go. He didn't know. He didn't know, KC. Yeah, he, that's a big liability right there. <laughs> He didn't know, Casey. He didn't know. <laughs> I think if it's anybody out there that want to give that brother uh, uh, employment, he simply made a mistake. He 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 did not know. He simply did not know. <laughs> so help the brother out. Give him a job. Whew. All right. You know something? I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, uh, go to the next topic on our show because it's a scary one. It, I got something scary coming up, Casey. I hate to tell you. Uh -huh. I hope this ain't about Michael Myers coming to visit the studio. No, no, it's it's it's, it's, it's worse than that. Worse it's, than that? Yes, it is. Arthur, our artificial intelligence, is coming back for today' episode. <laughs> no, and that was KC screaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I can. He's been off the show for a while, but he's back. So. We have no idea what he has planned for us. Uh, to our new listeners, again, Arthur is our artificial intelligence. And normally what he does on his job, he does a good job. He just gives us uh, facts. He does all the research uh, research on the Internet, checks all the ways to make sure we have current information, updated and accurate information. Um, and then he does other things on the side. Right. And, and we joke about him, but we really like Arthur. And we're glad to have him back in the studio. Yeah, you need to speak for yourself, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Arthur. Welcome back. Hello, J-Rod and KC. Arthur here. It is great to be back on the show. J-Rod, congratulations on your new contract. Well, thank you very much. I got to say it was a bunch of work, but I I'm finally happy to have the contract and back on the job. King Cap was so excited that you accepted less money than KC. He's Did he say less money? Uh, I, I didn't hear that, J-Rod. Oh, my goodness. I think he said I got less money. No, no. Arthur did not say that. Don't say that, Arthur. He said that KC was a hard negotiator. Books. That was supposed to remain a secret. Yeah, I guess sorry, it was. Sorry, KC. Ain't no sorry, KC, around here. What the hell? I got to go back to uh, King Cap to talk about this. You, you know, I'm going to change Arthur's name to Strength. Because he can't hold water. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for the heads up, Arthur. I'm going to go ahead and talk to King Cap about that. Because that's where when I when I was talking to him, he said that Casey and my contract was identical. Well, I, I wasn't present during your negotiation. I was under the assumption we were getting the same deal, J-Rod. Mm. Did you get paid Friday? Uh. On the air, J-Rod? You really want to discuss it? <laughs> I want to. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'll tell you. We're going to talk after the show because something ain't going right here. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, I am here because back by popular demand is our mailbag segment where the audience submits questions for you to answer. As usual, you only have one minute to answer, which you both always violate every time we do the segment art. That's what kills me. Mm -hmm. you know, he just can't give the instruction. You always got to throw a little dig in there. Right. 
and and sometimes you gotta learn to go with the flow, Arthur. Yeah, I agree with that. You're too rigid. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But okay, but we had did this mail segment before. That's when we normally get questions from our audience, our listeners, and we just uh, answer it. Now, going through this list, this is the first time we heard the question, so I guess we just got to do the best of it, right? All right. Okay, I tell you. Yeah, I told you. I told you. It is scary. The man is scary. Okay, cut that out, Arthur. <laughs> we, we get it. Jeez. All right. All right. So if we're going to do this, let's do it. Let me see here. I'm going to go ahead and get things started. And he said we had, what, a minute or 30 seconds? Which one did he say? He said a minute, but, you minute. know, it depends on the question. All right. Okay, here we go. All righty, Arthur, do your thing. Okay, here we go, gentlemen. First question, what is your assessment of the Colts benching Matt Ryan? Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh boy. Mm. Mm. You want to go first on that one, J-Rod? Yeah, I take it. They better bench Matt Ryan. He did absolutely nothing since he's been here. He's been a disappointing. I, I'm a Matt Ryan fan. I mean, I really did like the guy, and I thought that he was really going to do something here at the Indianapolis Colts, but uh, it just didn't happen. He did not look good uh, at all. He probably, he got sacked uh, many, many times. Our offense is rated 30 out of 32. Our running game right now is 30 out of 32. Uh, our turnovers is last in the league. Uh, and a lot of that is contributed to his bad play. Yeah, yeah, he's like um, he's like a baby after his mama cleans him. He's all washed up. <laughs> uh, I was a Matt Ryan fan, but yeah, he he no longer is an NFL caliber quarterback. Uh, he's always been a statue, but it seems like some of his other skills have eroded, and uh, the benching really should have happened a while ago. Yeah, yeah, and, and I really think that they don't have nothing to, nothing to lose. I really don't think that they had nothing to lose. Dang, what's all that? Is I that guess we over the time? Jay that's Rod. the time. Good got the body, <laughs> Arthur. What was up with all that? Just cut us off mid-sentence. All right, fine. <laughs> Maybe we owe time limit here. Okay, all right. She, you got somewhere to go, Arthur? <laughs> all right, here we go. The second. You got an artificial date. <laughs> all right, here we go. Second question, who made the call to bench Ryan? Here's a Ballard or Wright. Uh, I made that call. I <laughs> called them a month ago. I said, set his old ass down. They just now responded. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, we're going to say Casey. We're going to say Casey made the call. I don't know how he did it. He, 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 you know, he does rub elbows with Ursay from time to time. Maybe he put a bug in his hair. But I agree with that answer. KC is the one who pitched. <laughs> That's right. All right. Oh, we didn't hear the buzzer that time, so I guess we're okay. We're okay. Yeah, we were the sink. All right, here we go. We're going to do another one here. Third question. The Colts lost their offensive and defensive coaches last year to Chicago and Philadelphia last year. Both Chicago and Philadelphia are doing better than expected. Does this make you question how good Frank Reich is as a head coach? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I think we lost the wrong coach. You think yeah. so? Yeah, I think we should have kept those defensive coaches and and the other coordinators, and maybe Frank Reich should be stepping on. But, and the reason why I say that is not just this season, but going back the last several seasons, 
it seems like the Colts are never ready at the start of the game. You know, it's not until the second quarter or later that they begin to play football. And, they, and so they're always playing catch up. Well, I can't really dispute that. Now, uh, now I do understand that Indianapolis Colts is our home team. And we look at them closely. And that's why Casey and I have in-depth information. I just want to throw that out there because we had new listeners today. And I, I want to include everybody in our conversation. Uh, but uh, I say no. No. I think that uh, Philadelphia has simply have better players. Uh, I think if uh, a coach moved to one team to another team and had good players, then the success really goes to the prior coach. Now, one of the reasons I say that, because I think uh, if I think back to uh, Tampa Bay, when Gruden took over uh, Tony Dungy's team, you know, that Super Bowl was Tony Dungeon, uh, uh, Dungy. It had nothing to do with Gruden. It was Tony, uh, Tony Dungeon and the players. But here's the difference. So that Dungy team was a good team and a successful team when they let him go. All right. And he built that team. You're right. He did. He built that right. team. And they were a good team. They were mm-hmm. a successful team when they decided to let Dungy go. Which, which, which they shouldn't have done. Right. right. But this Philadelphia team, nobody last year was thinking this Philadelphia is a good team. It was a lot of question marks in the offseason. Yeah, I agree. And so I give these coaches credit because the performance level they're getting out of these players this season is beyond what people saw. Most people saw their potential last year. I'm with you on that, but you'd be naive if you don't look at their roster and see all the trades and the people that they picked up. In fact, they just had another good trade. They did. So I give a lot of that credit to the GM. Right. So our GM needs to go, too. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that buzz was for the GM or our time is up. (laughs) Well, I'm glad I got that in before the buzz. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Okay. I tell you what. We'll question number four. Right. Okay. All right. Man, you know, we end up might have to do this whole episode just on this uh, return of Arthur and answering all his questions if you don't cut it short. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, let's go to our fourth question. Fourth question. Since you both are real diverse sports fans, this question is regarding the Indiana Fever. The Fever had a terrible season this year. What do you believe they need to do to get back on track? All right, you know, Casey, I'll let you go first on that. Okay. You ever see that movie called Juana Man? Juana Man. Yeah. That's what they need to do. They need to get some guys, dress them up as women, and that team will be better. Wasn't that Mrs. Downfeather or something? What was that? What, well, that was another kind of cross-dressing movie as well. But this Juana man was specifically basketball. Basketball. Okay, I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, this is what I think about the fever. <laughs> They're a bunch of crybabies. <laughs> That's all they are, just cry all the time. <laughs> on, on a serious note, I'll say this. The fever were the youngest team in the WNBA last year. They uh, they uh, pretty much revamped the entire roster and kind of kind of like what the Pacers are doing. So they revamped the entire roster. Uh, I did expect there would be some growing pains. I did not expect it to be this bad. It's terrible. Uh, but, but then again, uh, um, uh, in fairness, I did not follow the Indian fever uh, as much as possible. Or much, uh, much as I should have, especially being answer. from uh, 
What? Is it over? What? Who is your favorite what? player? What? Okay. Gee. Gee. Stop, Arthur. Just cut it out. Oh. All right. I'm going to take one more time. Are we going to put you? Is there any way we can unplug this guy? What did we used to do? Hey, we got any Mountain Dews? <laughs> <laughs> I remember you did that. You spilt it on the circuit last time. All right. All right. Okay. All right, Arthur, you better behave because I think it's time to recognize our sponsor. Uh, you know, I almost want to skip this segment this time because King Cap, uh, I got a feeling he didn't do me right when it comes to the negotiation. We got to renegotiate that. Look, don't trust what Arthur says at face value. You know, I'm pretty sure we have similar, if not exact, uh, contracts. Oh, okay. All right. All right. If you say so, I guess we can find out. We are going to definitely find out. Hey, it's a party out in MIA. Hey. All right, this is a spot in our podcast that we stop to recognize our sponsor. That's right. We like to recognize King Cap, the owner of Out the Way Studios. He has several organizations under his umbrella. However, the one that he is most proud of is his custom-made t-shirt. That's right. If you want any of his service or want to find out some information about what he can do for you, go ahead and email him at kingcap317 at gmail.com. And we have to introduce our second sponsor. That is 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. Located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. If you want good things to happen to your hair, come in and check out our master barbers at 421 Barbershop. All right. Hey, and we do appreciate Last you. Question Come. Give us an update on the Indiana Pacers. What are oh, he jumped right into that question wow. about the Pacers. No, wait a minute. Arthur ain't giving up. Is See, Arthur, first of all, don't, don't interrupt the host. Don't <laughs> interrupt the host. I was talking about one of our sponsors, 421 Barbershop. And I want to invite any one of our listeners, anybody, just come on in and get some service for any of our master barbers. If you don't want any service and you are an avid listener to our podcast, just come on in and say hello, because we do like to meet our listeners. So it'd be nice to see you, even if you just stop in. You don't have to get any service. Of course, that is preferred. But if you don't, we are okay with that. Just come in and say hello. And certainly welcome to contribute to our conversation. Oh, that is a must. All right. I guess with that, we're going to move on with this uh, this question. I have no idea how many more questions you have, but uh, let's go for it. Last question. Give us an update on the Indiana Pacers. What are their chances this year? What is their potential? By the way, I heard Mr. Logic disagrees with KC on this one. Mr. Logic wants to win, while KC gives an A-plus for potential and effort. <laughs> oh, oh way, way to go, Mr. Logic. Now, let me okay. update, update our listeners, first of all, about Mr. Logic. Now, Mr. Logic is, is, is a customer coming at 421 Barbershop, and he has for years, and we do appreciate his service. Um, but I do have to say, he also works on Arthur. All right, so he does all the upgrades. So I got a feeling, KC, that he didn't snuck that in there. Okay. Well, let me just say this. This Pacer team is not going to win a lot of games. 
Now, whether you think that's uh, given up or not is just the reality. This team is young. They're learning. They're taking their lumps. And they're just not going to win a lot of games. That you just have to, to face that reality. Now, yeah. uh, I know Mr. Logic made the uh, the claim that you know he paid for wins, and the truth is, you pay to see basketball. The wins are not guaranteed, and you're definitely not going to see a lot of them this year. Yeah. But this team does play at a faster pace. Uh, there's, it's more exciting basketball than they played in past seasons, right. and and what we have to see is over the course of the season is their growth is this team uh are they learning are they figuring out ways to win games all right you know you gotta get smacked for that <laughs> you know you, i cannot get it out jay right i cannot believe you're trying to Pause speak for answer you you are going to Thank try you. to uh speak for mr logic where he's not here to say that's not what i said <laughs> <laughs> that's not what he said he said he don't not pay for effort you got to go out there to do the possible you can. We're not going to pay ticks to see you when you expect to have a losing season. You know, when you when you put a team together, you should play the best you possibly can and go out there and believe that you can win. Uh, but we don't want to have a, a, a expectation that we're not going to win this year. That's not being professional. That's not a professional basketball team. When I label you professional, that means you are a professional and you would do your job as a professional, and that is to do it at the top of your ability and don't have an expectation of failure. I think he was saying something like that. He was. But the reality in every professional team sport league, there's going to be several teams in that league that are just not ready, able to win a lot of games. A lot of teams don't make the playoffs, and it's not because they're not trying. I it's think, just because they're not at that level. You know and what? the Indiana Pacers this season are not at that level. You know what? I think Mr. Logic is buzzing you from his house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that he was trying to get you to be quiet. Now, that's he not program some stuff in, in uh, Arthur. Yeah, no joke. I mean, that was kind of – I wonder how he did that. I wonder how he actually got – Oh, I forgot. Yeah, Arthur. I was going to say it's a hacker, but no, I think it's okay. Arthur's kind of put it there. You know, it, it just confused me a little bit. All right. All right. All right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, you know, Arthur, do you have anything else for us? I mean, do you? Or is this the end? Thank you, gentlemen, for another great mailbag segment. All right. Hey, uh, listeners, that was our mailbag segment. That's where we normally have uh, letters writ uh, written into the station. Uh, Mr. Logic, get it together for Arthur to present it on the uh, the air. Uh, Arthur, I'm glad you're back, Mr. Uh, Mr. Logic. Thank you for your help. All right, what do you think about that, Casey? Yes, and and welcome back, Arthur. You know we kid you a lot, but we really do enjoy you uh, as a third leg on our show. Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just know I got to get this contract thing figured out now. But thanks for letting me know about that, Arthur. You know. I'm going to switch gears on a little bit because we had a conversation in the barbershop and we was talking about why people don't like other people. That's what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, it, it, I cannot understand why people don't like AC. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> and that just puzzles me. It ought to be against the law. Really. It, it should be against the law. But this guy was telling us that he came up with some theories of why 
people don't like another person. And I thought it was very, very, very intriguing. So what we're going to do, we're going to share his knowledge with you. All right, here, here we go. This is when he's telling folks why people don't like you. Like I got five reasons why people that don't even know you, that you ain't done nothing wrong to, don't like you. Number one, they taking somebody else's opinion about you. They ain't took the time to meet you, to know you, to get to know you, to form their own opinion. They mentally lazy. Mm. Number two, they probably had a bad experience with somebody that you remind them of. Ain't got nothing to do with you. Number three, you had your struggles too good. They don't think you deserve what you got. You know what I'm saying? You make it look too easy. Number four, they just the type of person that's an asshole. They don't like nobody, so don't <laughs> take it personal. Number five, because they just love everything about you, and you just won't acknowledge them. You just won't let them in your world. So they got to convince themselves there's something wrong with you to keep them crying. Free game. Wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. That was, that was pretty good. Now, that would explain, KC, because you're a very likable person. And now that I understand why some people dislike you, and it is unjustifiable. I'm going to have to start letting people in my world, J-Rod. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I thought was uh, intriguing about one of the things that he said? I don't know if it's number three or four, but or, or, when he said that, uh, you just remind him of that person, of somebody they else. That they don't like. <laughs> that they don't like or did something wrong to her. What a what a reason to dislike somebody. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, how many times have I been someplace and some random woman walks up to me, <laughs> slaps me, talking about, you know, you ain't paid child support. I don't know you. You know, like I look like a baby daddy. We got to stop this stuff. You know? Yeah, that's why I'm wearing a name tag. You know. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That is pretty, that will be confusing. <laughs> Are you certain that was a stranger that did that? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh my goodness. I tell you, another thing he had on that list that I thought was uh, uh, pretty intriguing is when he said, You hide your struggles too well. Mm hmm. You know, and, and I have a tendency to uh, agree that maybe that's why some people dislike you. You know, some people, uh, as long as you are below them, they are totally cool with you. Yeah. But if you work hard and you're the same level or above, all of a sudden they start to hate you. Yeah. There are some people that take delight in others' struggles mm -hmm. and, and get envious if they think that you are rising above. And that's not the way to be. Come on. Come on. Right. You we, got it. You got it flipped. Take delight in people's success. Oh, man. I yeah, like that. And, and try to help them when they struggle. Do it. I like that. Do it. You go, boy. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, well, that's some very good points. Um, if you don't mind, Casey, I'm, I'm going to switch gears. I'm looking at our time, and we got a little bit of time, and we have made a dedication to talk about this topic every night because it's a very important topic, and that topic is to vote. Yeah, uh, the election's coming up real soon, very soon. Yeah. Fact, this, this may be the last podcast before the vote. And you may be absolutely correct. So please make every effort to get out and vote. And make every effort to tell all your friends to vote. It is that important. 
it is really important because one of the things that I think is, is important is that there has been a trend in this country to start taking the rights away from people. We have fought so hard for certain rights, and it is constitutional protected. And now all of a sudden, there's a trend by the Republican Party to take those rights from us. And the one I'm re referring to, and as many, many more, is uh, uh, the abortion, the right to, to make uh, decisions on your own body. If they can take that right, right away from you, they can take others. Right, because the language that was written uh, uh, with that decision also indicated that there were other rights that people uh, had in the Constitution that they think shouldn't be. Oh, absolutely. So, so yeah, you have to, you got to stand up now or you're going to have fewer rights than you had before. And then you, you won't be starting from the position you're in now. We'll be starting from where we were in the 60s. That's right. And I tell you, when I think about it, it's, it's more than scary. If you want uh, Michael Myers attacking you, make sure that you vote. It is critical. All right. Hey, this has been a kind of fun show. Uh, a little bit off our path that what we normally do, but since Arthur back, we celebrate that. Let's end. I want to thank you for listening to Barbershop.talk podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platform. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, go mob. I bad bitch, money count on, cash on me, shawty blow my phone, that's corny, that's a no-no, I'm trying to hustle, that white one.